Blog Talk Radio. Stephen Hawking and welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Happy day after Christmas lotions. This is the Double Z coming at you. And Rufus without any sound as usual. Can you not hear me? Are you okay? I guess you were trying to talk through your uh, Apple Watch or something. No, no. It won't allow me to do that. It doesn't allow me to do anything. It monitors everything I do and, like, buzzes me if I'm fucking up. (laughs) Uh, That's that M1 chip, dude. It's no good. It's evil. It's an evil chip. Yeah, they really need to to, uh, call up Microsoft and get a fix for that. Yes, they do, actually. They do. They need to make sure that they're spamming you every 10 seconds. I don't even know how – imagine how much productivity there would be in the world if Microsoft didn't have fucking 8,000 fucking pop-ups every fucking minute. Imagine – well, for Apple users, there's quite a bit of productivity because they don't have to hunt down and find drivers for every little fucking thing they plug in. This is true. This this is very true. I don't know. Microsoft, I don't get it. Maybe they don't want people to be productive. Is that a possibility? No, I think who doesn't want people to be productive are uh, printer companies who make printers because Apple or PC, every printer fucking sucks and works once and then never again. I know. It's like, hey, it's all set up. And then you try to print something, and it's like, printer not found. Sending to printer. Printer not found. Printer not found. Install new driver for printer. And then, you know what? I actually bought – this is so funny that you say that, because recently I had to go to to Walmart and buy a scanner printer, right? Mm -hmm. Did I tell you this story? I got one. Nope, I don't think so. And uh, what brand did I end up – I got Canon, I think. I have a Canon. I have a Canon. I think the first one I bought was uh, Hewlett-Packard. 
Well, anyways, I get it home, and what I need it for, Rufus, all I need it for is scanning, right? I actually have a laser printer, but I have a flatbed scanner, and I needed to scan, like, hundreds of pages worth of shit, okay? Damn. So I start – I get, I go to Walmart. It's fucking quarter till 11, right? I'm like, got this wild hair. I'm like, I'm going to go to fucking Walmart and get this fucking printer. I look online, right? They've got a, a plethora of printers at Walmart. Sure. I get there and I'm reading their little, their little place cards, right? Their little placard cards saying what they do. Oh, flat, you know, flat printer. Uh, you know, uh, I think what they call this is a it has some kind of printer feed, auto feed printer, sure, right? Sure. So I get that box. I'm trying to first of all, Canon is as bad as Microsoft because turns out they have a 247. A 247i, a 247me, a 2750, or a, two four, a 2470, right? So I'm, like, looking through all these boxes at whatever, and I think I find the one. I bring it home. Well, I get home, right? Now, granted, Walmart was closing at 11 o'clock. Sure. Okay? I'm there at a quarter till 11. So I had plenty of time to pick out my scanner printer. Mm-hmm. So I get it home, and I open up the box, and guess what? Guess what, Rufus? It's empty. No, there is no fucking auto-feed on this fucking one that I picked up. So the card perfectly said 2750, or, you know, it said, great for scanning lots of documents, right? It has a little green thing that goes across the bottom showing you how good it is for doing that. And it doesn't have the fucking flatbed scanner option, or the the auto-feed scanner option. So... I go all back it the next day, right? And at first I have to go to work, so I go back the next day at a quarter till eight. Yeah. Right. Well, it was it actually it was like eight oh one, right? So I go in, I've got the fucking scanner printer thing in my fucking cart, and I go in there, and I see that customer service is closed, right? But there's still three people standing in customer service, and I they're not saying closed until I walk up, right? The lights are on. Sure. Fucking TV is on, all that good stuff. People are there, visible. Right, yes, right. So I'm like, well, I need to return this. You know, it's not, didn't even say what it had on the thing. They're like, oh, oh, sorry. Customer service is closed, right? (laughs) So they're like, okay, try the back desk, right? Maybe they can return it back in the computer area, right? So I go back there, and it's actually the lady who sold me the fucking printer the night before. And I'm telling her, it's the wrong one. She's like, oh, yeah, we ran into that problem, right, that this fucking stupid placard card is not saying that. But I don't know why they would send you back here. They know that I can't return this. They know that I don't have those fucking permissions, right? So what do I have to do? I have to buy another fucking printer at fucking Walmart to do that, to do the, the... Scanning because that's a, a very time sensitive. I tell you, everything I do is very important and very time sensitive, as you could imagine. Oh sure, sure. So, Not only for you, uh, but for other people. So now, now uh, I use this one, and it sucks. It's only a black and white printer, but it has the scanner function that I needed, and it's a laser jet, which means it's going to eat up this fucking toner cartridge in fucking five seconds. I'm sure. And now, I have another printer in a box. Sitting in my garage. We could take it back. I know, but I'll never end up fucking taking it back. I just won't. Why? You already tried one. Let's try again. Because they made me mad. And I'm going to show them by getting stuck with a printer that I don't want. Don't you understand? 
I'm gonna That'll teach them. That'll teach them to tell people the wrong ass, thing. I, you know what? I should look because I've been carrying around that stupid ass fucking receipt for that goddamn printer in my fucking wallet for going on probably a month and a half now, and I guarantee you I fucking lost it. Is the new one you bought to replace the one that you're still going to keep anyway uh, also a Canon? Uh, it was in a red box, so yes, yes, it was a Canon. It right, was. Cool. I've yeah, had a Canon. It doesn't success work. with Hewlett Packard and Apple, but mind you, this fucking Canon, dude, I about fucking smashed it in a thousand pieces because I got all the drivers and all that stuff set up. So I thought, and I could not find the fucking on button on this fucking piece of shit Canon printer. That's not Took a good design like move. 40 minutes, dude. And it's hidden away. It's tucked. Like, right? I mean, I had to get online, dude. And other people were like, fucking what the fuck? Right? They're like, where? Ugh. Yeah, if you don't know where it is, you're not going to find it. It's not in any of the fucking, any of the, uh, why? Instructions or anything. I don't know. Why? Now they've gotten to their quick, quick tart, start instructions. And that's all they're giving you, right? They're giving you other instructions, but it doesn't – it says nothing about – it's like all warranty. It's all a fucking booklet about warranty. Oh, yeah, because they know you're going to fucking need that, I'm sure. They know I'm going to smash the fucking thing in a thousand pieces. That's why. Yeah, mine's so a Canon printer. Another Hyperslot or ZigZag Ramps. Sorry. Yeah, it, it will not say – I try to connect it to – well, I, I, I get it connected uh, to okay. Wi-Fi so I can print okay. from anywhere in the house. Yeah, get that. works once. Yeah. For, for when I need to print again – doesn't work. No. No. I have rearranged my entire fucking office so I can get a cord that reaches directly from the computer to the printer. Still can't fucking find printer not found. Scanner not found. Where where the <laughs> fuck is the scanner? It doesn't work. I know exactly what you're saying, dude. And so you what which brand did you get? It's a Canon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, their website might be the worst fucking website in the entire world for finding their fucking downloadable software and drivers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even tell you it's like download the driver and you're like, I guess. Right. And then it doesn't mm-hmm. tell you where, what the driver is for, what the name of the fucking driver is. I think I'm pretty sure that they have a section that's like drivers and downloads. Right. And you go there, and it's nothing but fucking PDF documents that do jack shit. Agreed. Agreed. Dude, I, I looked for hours on that fucking thing. It's ridiculous. I think for this one, I literally had to go to, like, some random weird forum that probably shut down oh, five God, years ago. Fucking kind of virus. Yeah. Use your printer. A, right. There was a link to some weird me. website where I had to, like, yeah, shut off my, my virus software and just risk it, just so I could print out one fucking document. Uh, I get it, man. You could have handwritten it faster, whatever it fucking was. I could have used a fucking fucking Morse code or uh, Benjamin Franklin's thing. Or so you know what I did find online? Because I no, I've given completely up on the Wi-Fi printing. I I didn't even know you were going there. I mean that that has never worked. Not even for, for maybe for no. one page, like you're saying, one time right. the test page. And I'm like, sweet, it's working. And then it's like, so I found a 30-foot fucking USB printer cord so I could keep my shit in the same fucking place. But now I've moved it over here, unfortunately. So it's like four feet away. I've got a stack of fucking old printers and scanners right here that's pretty fucking impressive. You probably have more 
dead printers than you do empty ink cartridges. <laughs> You're probably right because at some point it's cheaper to buy the printer than it is the fucking ink cartridge. Yeah. And it's actually it's cheaper to just email your <laughs> shit to fucking Kinkos and go get it. <laughs> it probably is. Exactly it's not. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, it's not at Staples. I can tell you that much because I've done that. And Staples I'm like, God damn this. So this is how they keep the fucking lights on. Well, maybe not cheaper, but uh, less, less stressful. Pay. Right, and you yeah. can get steak and shake usually if you do that, at least where I live. Yeah. You get steak and shake in the Staples? Yeah. Staples right. and shake? Well, the whole actually, the whole city is arranged alphabetically. So steak and shake, then Staples, it's, it's you know. They're, they're Safeway. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Sam's Club. Yeah. All right there. All right there. Starbucks. Right there. Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, Subway. They're at the very end of the little thing there. Yep, Subway. <laughs> Never That's the best part to me. And you got everything. You got office supplies and sandwiches. If you got to choose, the S's are the place to be. Unless you need, like, uh, anything from the drugstore. Because then you got to go either the beginning of the alphabet CBS or the very end with Walgreens. Right. Oh, I think maybe there is one that starts with an S. Well, if you go to CVS, you, then you can also go to Chipotle. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Which or Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, that's right there, too. Maybe, you know what? Maybe in the future, they're going to start doing that. Forget numbers for addresses. Just start with fucking, just do it all with the, the letter of the name, the last people's names and the businesses. It just make it for easier to find things. A city planner should do that. Just group everything by alphabetically in an entire fucking city. Maybe Walmart should do that. Walmart should do that. They got the power and the money. They do have the power and the money. Now I saw that they're going to be getting rid of their self-checkouts. I've heard a lot of uh, retailers are testing that because they lose so much fucking money from people. Right. I mean, hey, you're not going to give it both ways. You're not going to have people do their own work. Right? The temptation, and I... I have a confession to make, Rufus. I made an honest mistake the other day at the store, and I'm not going to say which store because I don't want them to come back at me. But I was buying some Christmas items, right, for Christmas dinner, and I forgot to scan something. Uh Uh-oh. I did. A very cheap item, by the way, and I didn't know it until I got home. Actually, I didn't know it until two days later. But I was looking at the receipt, and I was like, huh, that's not even on there. And uh, I called my wife, and I said, should I go back? Should I take it back and tell them that I forgot to pay for it? She's like, absolutely not. They'll fucking lock you up and throw you away the fucking key, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ. aware of it. What's funny is my wife would have done that and asked me the question, should I go back? And I just would have said, don't waste your fucking time. No, it's a bonus. I felt, I said, what if we go the next time and they fucking hook me up and block me, throw away the key because I fucking stole the item that was under a dollar. I can tell you right now it was under $1. I didn't feel good about it because I'm like, maybe they do have me on tape, right? And they you scan your fucking loyalty card and yeah. all that shit. I mean, if they – I guess they could see that it was inadvertent maybe. Look at it this way. You did the job of someone who should be doing that for right, you. I know. It's compensation. You I did it. I find myself saying thank you to the person who's fucking standing there. I mean, I'm like, why next... am I thanking this person? I just did the whole job and paid are we... <laughs> Next, are we going to have – are customers going to have to stock the shelves, too? Right. If you want something, go in the back and fucking, hey, dude, right. 40 fucking hams. 
Go get a pound of printers and I'll open it up. <laughs> Probably true. Okay, can I enter that into the fucking software system for you? How about I go ahead and order a pallet of them from the fucking supplier? I did read a, a headline the other day, and of course I didn't read the the article. Trust me, you only read the headline. That's what I only read the headline. I ain't got time for 250 okay. words. And apparently, some places like the self checkouts now even do that thing where you can leave a tip. And people are fucking outraged because are you fucking kidding me, dude? Honestly, this is what's crazy. I went to uh, this Canacon right, and they're selling water, okay? Okay. And, you, and they don't take cash, right? No cash. All everything oh, sure. on fucking on your debit card, right? And of course, yeah, they're asking for tips. You take the water to the per the thing. You scan it yourself, right? And there's a person standing there only in case the computer fucks up, right? Right. And they don't do anything, but they're standing there. They're, like, right there. And so, yeah, it's like, would you like to tip? And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, are you kidding me? I mean, did I? I did, Rufus, because I'm a fucking sucker. Once. What? Once you I, did? Once I tipped because I was caught off guard. But it does. No fucking way. This is the problem. We're programmed to just hit it and go without even fucking thinking. Right. Don't be an asshole. It should say, be an asshole, don't be an asshole. Right. Don't tip or don't tip. There's a lot of situations where it's okay. Like if I'm at a restaurant and they give me the deal and I've had good oh, service, yeah. then I'll, I'll pop it. Right. But if I'm at a self-checkout or if I'm just watching some other dude fucking stare at me while I scan my <laughs> shit. That's gonna... all that happened in that whole thing. <laughs> No, I take that back. You know what they did? They turned around the screen. Oh, wow. He, he could have heard his rotator cuff doing that. Right. Dude. Just turned around the screen. Would you like to leave a tip? That he, he only needed to turn around the screen for me to say yes or no on the tip. That's the fucking, fucking true story. That is the fucking true story. Right? It was like, I, next time I'd be like, don't, you don't have to turn it around, dude, because I'm not tipping. And then... You know what happens. They steal your fucking credit card number and go on a spending <laughs> What you should do is you turn it back around and ask for a tip. Be like, hello, dude, are you going to go over there and grab it for me? I mean, last time I checked, people that get tips are, like, walking and carrying things. Yeah, you're doing things, you know. I, you know what? I would like someone to call us up that has that job. Uh, 646-668-8826. Call us up if you got the guts to argue why should we should be tipping you for literally doing nothing but standing there. And, and I feel bad. Look, Walmart or whoever, this was not, this is a fucking big place, but, you know, they work for some vending company. I'm sure, like, uh, I don't know, who used to do the, Aramark, who used to do the food at fucking St. Edward's? I'm trying to remember. Was it Aramark? Oh, fuck, it was Cisco. I don't know. Well, it's, they actually, like, were the people that cooked the food and everything. Now, if you look at it, like, God damn, they got like 10 different fucking restaurants on fucking St. Edward's campus. When I was there, it was like, look up whoever does the most prison food in America because it was that fucking company. I know that for a fact. Well, I'm sure the tuition at St. Edward's now is probably like $400,000 a year. I mean, it wasn't comparatively cheap when we were there. I uh, mean, it's true. You know what I mean? It's not, I mean, you weren't, if you were going to UT, you weren't paying what you were paying at fucking St. Edward's. Not even close. No, no. I'm pretty sure it was Aramark. That's why they accepted me, because my grades were shit, but they were like, eh, we can get some money out of them. 
Right. That's uh, that's how I got into St. Edwards. I mean, uh, you know, pay, pay pay to play. That's what they call that. Yeah, the whole exactly world operates like that, come to find out, Rufus, especially the Supreme Court. My problem is I paid and didn't play. <laughs> I got nothing out of it. I mean, except for the fun. You did. You, know. you did. We had something to talk about our first day at fucking uh, at, uh, Delaware Subs. That's true. I do owe them that. Uh, you know what's Correct. funny, though, is that I don't think I knew you went to St. Edward's until like four months or five months later. Yeah, I do remember. I don't remember when we discovered that connection, but I do remember it was like a revelation, like, no shit. But you went to St. Edward's, too? Oh, my God, you must have got terrible grades in high school. Yes, I did, but my parents were willing to fucking take out a fifth mortgage on their house. Uh, I should have never went to – I went to a college prep school, right? And I was – I'm not going to say – I was not – I got good grades in the classes I was interested in. Right? You do. If I'm not and interested in your class you're not entertaining me, I don't have time for that. I did get in trouble yeah. for being a little bit of a class clown. Uh this lady, Mrs. Harris, she was my biology teacher. She made me sit in the front of the class. And you know what? She actually liked me. We actually would talk oh, after sure, class sure. stuff and, like, goof around. But, uh, you know, she had to, like, make me an example, I guess. Or she just wanted to sit closer to me. I'm not getting into the details of what happened with Mrs. Harris. I mean, there's been a lot of therapy that we've been going through. So I just, I just want to put that out there. Some things happened, and uh, I was speaking deeper couple days after meeting Mrs. Harris, let me say that. Has she or you pressed charges yet? Uh, uh, no, and I was the, I was underage, so and she was in a okay. position of power over me. But you were wise beyond your years. Of course I was, and hung beyond them as well. <laughs> let me just say this. I was 10 before I was 9. Oh, my God. You were hung before your years. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's uh, did you even get I was 10 before I was 9? Yes. yes oh, okay. uh, I didn't know if that I, – I thought maybe that went over your head. I thought maybe it went over your head. But, no, no I mean, I'm glad that I went to St. Edwards. I actually learned a lot. Me of too. I learned how to smoke marijuana daily. That was something I learned mm-hmm. at St. Edwards. Um, you know what? I learned in a, in a walking class that I took, I learned to freeze a bottle of water because it's 110 degrees out in Texas in fucking yes. August and take it with you on a walk so that you always have cold water. Uh, what was his brother? That was a brother that taught that class. Might be Brother Cornelius, I think, was his name. Uh, and uh, that was a class that I found worthwhile at St. Edwards. I'm German, loved German at St. Edwards, right? Harold Becker, Becker. You, you can't. Harold Becker. Hal Becker is worth the price of admission, I think. He really is. I mean, I think I took some of my personality from Hal Becker. He's a nice laid-back kind of stony guy. Oh yeah, and my my buddy and business partner also had Hal Becker when he he got his master's at St. Ed's. Oh really? And he loved Hal Becker too. Yeah. I mean, how do you not? That guy would light up a room. And you know what? I hope no one ever says that about me because usually when you say it about somebody, it's because they died too young. A lot of times when people yeah. get old, you get used to them not lighting up rooms. You're like, ah, that person sure is taking up a lot of light in a room, right? Not lighting it up per yeah. se. They're sucking light out of me. They're sucking energy out of the room. Yeah, that's what they say at most old people's rooms. You sure know how to suck the energy out of a room. Man, you don't walk into an old folks' home and get energized, that's for sure. You know what's funny is, you know I worked at that old folks' home. Did I tell you ever tell you that I was a food service director for uh, – I was a regional food service director for a, a chain of old folks' homes, right? It's called okay. Brentwood. Did I never tell you this? 
uh, you might have. Sounds vaguely familiar, but it was I don't before I was in the in the restaurant business. Oh no, it was after I was in the, it was just after I was in the restaurant business. So uh, wow, and this guy, crazy story. I mean, I, it actually was a kind of a cool job, right? Because I didn't have to work at the same place every day. I like went to different kitchens and got to interact with people, right? Yeah. Who managers, but I usually interacted with the people on the line or whatever. But um, that was kind of a cool job. But I met a lot of old people, right? And there was like some old people because some places I would have to go, like if someone just got quit or got fired or whatever, I would have to go there and keep going to this same facility for like two or three weeks, right? Or maybe even mm-hmm. two or three months if they can't find an appropriate replacement for somebody. Sure. So I would meet these people and I, there was like some cool old guys. John Burt was this one guy who was super old. He was totally blind, right? But he was 80 fucking two years old or 83 years old. And he had this fucking super hot, like 50 year old girlfriend that used to drive him around and what? take him to fucking dinner and shit. Yeah, I mean, like hot, dude. This chick, I was 32, 33 at the time, but this chick was fucking smoking hot. Did he and, know she's uh, hot? What's that? I've, he, I mean, I'm guessing John Burt copped a feel because he was like he, that kind of guy. He worked in advertising, right? And in sales for a long time. And, uh, he was he was like a martini at lunch guy, right? This guy was kind of a fucking oh. player. He dressed real suave, right? Nice. And uh, I did ask him. So I asked him one time. I said, "Tell me a little bit about your what sales and marketing means to you, John Burt, right?" And he's like, he said, uh, "Know your customer, know your competitor, know your competitor's customer better." Whoa. Yeah. And your That's customer's cool. product. He was very big on tu- knowing your customers or your your competitor's product. Makes sense. Very, very makes sense. Well, and then there was this old guy, John Sweeney. He was real hardcore in the Bible, but he played guitar, right? Yeah. He's like coming, hey, Dominic, what are you doing? You want to come in my room and watch me play guitar? So watch me these, play guitar. These people, like it was like a, it was assisted living, but these people were not, they didn't need a lot of help. But these were like, Right. I would say one bedroom condos, right? They were condos. Oh, sure. They had a bedroom and a kitchen and shit like that. But they're well, all place to eat. Every place had like a restaurant downstairs. Yeah. And a rec so room. Me in like there. living in a dorm. For old he people. would like play some shit on the guitar, right? All all this like uh Christian stuff that he knew from playing at his church and stuff. And he was a very he had been in World War Two, very interesting fucking guy, right? Saw a lot of Sun World too. His wife had died like ten years before he moved into this place, and uh, I mean there was just some very cool. You can learn a lot from old people. You really, you can. really can. They've seen a lot, and if you just listen to them, you can learn a lot, right? I mean a lot. Oh, of, yeah, I feel like sure. I did learn a lot at that job from meeting some nice people. Well, in the process, right? Um, I'm trying to remember this guy's name. God damn it. Give me one second. Give me one second. Well, it was the guy that owned all of these places, right? These places. Mm-hmm. It was the Somerville Corporation owned them, right? What was his fucking name? He had the kind of a weird name. But he was the owner. What's that? Shabazz. No, I can't believe I can't remember because I used to spend like hours in the car driving around with this fucking guy. What was his name? I want to say Carter, but that's not right. It starts with a C, though. Give me a minute here. But uh, let me look. I'm looking him up because this is driving. It's actually making me mad that I can't How remember. You look him up if you don't know his name. Well, because I'm going to look up. Uh, I'll tell you the story about him. 
here in a second. While you're doing that, I texted you a picture that I took off the TV. The local news is doing a thing where Santa Claus was holding a sloth. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course they did. Of course they did. Of course, uh, tonight of all nights. When we're so they did it show. after the whole thing, though? They did it yeah. after Christmas? Yeah, it came on tonight. All right, hold on a second. What was this? Fun? I can't now. Of course, there's like all these places coming up. It doesn't. <sighs> hold on. Granger Cobb. I just remembered his name was Granger Cobb. Let me look that up and make sure. Granger. That's a cool fucking first name. Ranger, Ranger Cobb? Yes. That sounds like a gunslinger. Yes, here he is. Granger Cobb came right up. He's dead. He actually died, I found out. But Granger Cobb was like a very fucking down-to-earth guy, right? He started with one uh, assisted living place, right, and grew it into this chain of assisted living places. Then he sold out for like fucking $400 million, his chain, to another chain that like gobbled him up. And after a while, they weren't doing well, and they asked him to come work for them and take over all of their fucking things, right? Oh, man. But see, I knew this guy when he only had, like, 25 places, right? I mean, he was fucking, he was buying, like, two a fucking week, dude. This guy was totally. not fucking around. He was very savvy business, a very smart guy. And you know what his deal was? He fucking was down to earth with the people that fucking were, lived in the assisted living things, right? He would go, we would go, I would drive him around, right? He would fly into, because I was the regional food service director for Indiana and Michigan. So he would fly in to Indiana, and I would pick him up at the airport, and we would drive around to the different places, right? Because I had to drive around anyways, but because I was going to these different places. So instead of having the executive director or whoever drive around, they're like, stick him with me. I'm going anyways. So, I mean, we would drive like four or five hours in the car together, me and this guy, Granger Cobb. And, uh super duper smart guy and he would always tell me he's like i just want you to know this because i was like at one time i'm like you know maybe i'll get the assisted living business it's a fucking bang up business dude it's a fucking cash cow and he he said well if you ever do he said he said no matter what business you're in this is the advice i would give you he said when we go to these places because i said you know we never talk to the executive director first right he's like hell no he said the last thing you want to do is talk to the person in charge right right he said go to the lowest person the dishwasher or the person doing the laundry, or whatever. I had a boss like that. And talk to them, because they know the problems that are with this place, right? And if you get them in front of the boss, right, they're not going to tell you the truth. He said it's like having a rapist in the room with the rapee, Mm -hmm. right? Because he said they're never going to tell you the truth. He's like, we don't even tell them we're coming. We just show up, go in the fucking back door, and start talking to people, right? And he's, I mean, he fucking had that, those places ran so good, dude, and what he really did was he'd go to the fucking customers, right, all the people that live there, and ask them what they thought could be improved. And it wasn't one of these things where he's like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, this guy would write every fucking thing down. Oh, yeah. Leave there, he would hand this fucking list to the executive director and be like, this is the shit you need to fucking be working on here, right? And that's I don't think awesome. And he's like, if anybody, if there's, like, something that's repeated on the list, he's like, I'm telling you right now, anything that's on this list more than twice needs to be fit. And he wasn't a dick about it, but he's like, these are the problems in your facility. Maybe you know it. Maybe people aren't telling you. But he's like, if anything's on this list twice, it needs to be solved in 48 hours. Damn. Right? I mean, the guy did not fuck around, but he was very fair, very level-headed. But he's like, any business, dude, you have to manage from the ground up. You cannot manage from the top down. It doesn't work. He's like, I've seen it. I've seen it fail. He's like, it's never fucking worked. He's like, if you do 
He said, first thing you need to do is know how to do every job in the whole fucking place, right? Oh, yeah. Someday some guy's going to call in and you're going to be cleaning the fucking toilet and you better know how to fucking do it, right? Sure. He's like, that's how you learn how to run a business from the bottom up, not never the top down. And that's always fucking stuck with me, Granger Cobb. God bless you, sir. He died of that, 54. That reminds me of the guy who, I, I don't remember his name, but the guy who founded or founded, who started the company Labor Express that I worked for that was like the daily work, daily pay place. And they had locations all over like the like from Arizona down, you know, Texas, Nevada, right. whatever. All that and the owner, the guy, the big guy, super rich guy, he would come down and he would come in and talk to us lowly guys. And he would just hang. He wasn't like there with a clipboard like overseeing us. He would just hang right. and chill out. And we would talk, and he would make you feel comfortable where you could be like, oh, I don't think this is done right, and, you know, we should be doing this, and these guys need this and that stuff. And I remember the, it was probably one of the most – maybe not important. Well, it was pretty important. I mean, this guy, this big head of this company, he told me after hanging out with him, he's like, man, you're a straight shooter, and I like that. And I was like, fuck yeah, man. Did he try but to he was, you? He was that kind of guy. Not on the face. <laughs> okay, then it's totally appropriate. Well, I was kissing his ass, so he had to turn me around. <laughs> He's kissing yours, too. Don't let him fool you. Yeah, we were at the human centipede thing. So going people on that are listening, take from that that you, you start from the – be comfortable with your employees. Right, you have to have trust with your employees. I'll tell you what. After this last debacle I was in, right, I was the good cop at the place. And the bad cop guy It's still the bad cop. But uh, people did not work hard for him, right? You work hard for someone yeah. that you think appreciates it and yeah. can see that you're doing a good job. If a good Absolutely. job goes unnoticed is a job that is not good for very long, right? Because you're like, fuck Definitely. it. Why am I doing such a good job? There's no no sense in it. You know, and if you fucking Absolutely. hate a guy, I had people come to me like, I'm doing this job for you or I'm doing this for you because I'm not making that asshole any fucking money. I don't want to make him any fucking money. And I'd be like, I appreciate that. Exactly. I mean, the, the employees need to think that, but they're the dudes in the trenches, right? Yes. Right. Right. So what, their perception of shit ought to matter. It, it does, because you know what? Especially when you're doing hands-on plant work and stuff like that and touching the plant, mm-hmm. when plant touches, that's where your person's going to tell you that they see problems, right? Those, right. Are, those are the people that see the problems with the plant. When it's gotten to the fucking dry room or anything else, dude, it's too late. Right. Okay. That that stuff is fucking. It's ruined. You have to see the plant. And if a guy doesn't like you, oh, I didn't see it. Right. I guess I missed it or whatever. Right. I mean, it's a fucking ridiculous. But I mean, if you just be nice and civil to people, you don't have to have that problem. You just a golden rule. It's simple. Oh my god. I know these people call themselves Christians. Right. They don't know the first thing about the golden rule. No, I've no. come to grips with the fact that being a Christian, a church-going Christian, and call me up and hate on me all you want for this is 668-88-whatever, 626-8826. That's what it is. Call me up and hate on me, but I think people are just going to church now so they can fucking be angry and rude to other people. And they're like, you know, I, I went yeah. to church. I can fuck. I'll, I'll tell God I'm forgiven on Sunday, so I'll just be a fucking cocksucker all fucking week. And do whatever. And then it's like those videos of Trump telling his favorite Bible verse. Have you ever seen any of those? No, I don't think I have. About the Bible? Because, you know, he's a God-fearing Christian. We hear him talk about it. He's definitely a God-fearing Christian. I didn't know we could read. 
Here, let me let me bring one up, and this is we don't have to turn this into a show like this, but I want to bring up one. Let's see. Uh, I'm just doing Trump talks church. We're just on paper. It's all about like don't, don't judge Please. people, and then get in practice. It's all about judging. Trump talks church. What are the compilation? Let's see if we can find more than oh one. Oh, my God, this compilation. He's fucked up that many times. I'm shocked. Let's see. see, I mean, these are all people that are still – he's still talking now. Let's see. Uh, let's see how they how we have to do this. Because when they ask him about it, he never can tell them anything. Right? They're like, what is your favorite Bible verse? He's like – uh, the jury's very personal for me, so I don't want to cite any verses from the oh, Bible. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Totally just, just glossing over it and bullshitting. Yeah, wow. yeah it's fucking awesome, though. Like he does with everything, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hold on. Let me, see. Let me find a better way to look for this. Trump evades Bible question. Man, you're a loud typer, dude. Am I? How many, how many keyboards do you go through in a month? Just one. This has been a good keyboard for me. Been around a long time, Rufus. That's a big boy. Yeah, because I'm a big man. I'm a big, strong man. <laughs> I can tell by your typing. Goddamn right you can. Hey, you can't we drive a spike with a tack hammer. That's right. See, you get it. Look at these spikes, dude. Grr. Yeah, I remember that from 1996. You said that, and I laughed my ass off. It's still true. And I, you know who said that? Uh, my aunt Kay told me that one time when uh, my mom was saying that I was getting a beer gut. Are you just tell her that you can't drive a spike with a tack hammer. <laughs> it's so brilliant. It's a fucking great line, is it not? It is a great line. Works. It does work. All right, I'm going to share my screen with you so you can see this. All right. I wish they had a whole compilation because I've seen like 50,000 of these, but. I just I just want you to see what we're doing here. Okay. Oh, god damn it, Rufus. Son of a bitch. Can you see? Uh yes. You mentioned the Bible. You've been talking about how it's your favorite book. And you said I, I think only see stars. Some people are surprised that you what? say that. I'm wondering if yeah. yeah. your most favorite Bible Oh uh, no, we're blowing the whole thing. What Are you did you the wrong monitor? Stars. It looks like a galaxy. Oh, that's my ba- my screensaver. Hold on. Or my yeah, background. that's what I'm saying. My background. Hold on. Uh, desktop? Yeah, why is it only showing that? What the fuck? This fucking stupid computer. All right, I'm get a PC. There now, here, yeah. listen. Here, just listen to what he says. What do you want to get into it? Because you mentioned the Bible. You've been talking about how it's your favorite book, and you said, I think last night in Iowa, some people are surprised that you say that. I'm wondering what one or two of your most favorite Bible uh, verses are. Now these are Christian reporters, right? These guys are from fucking some Christian bullshit thing. So I want you All to right, know- before you play it. Are yeah. they in favor of Trump, or are they trying to catch him and bullshit? No, they're in favor of Trump. They're one hundred point. They're giving him a chance and a platform on their Christian news shit, right? 
So they're they're all in on Trump. I wouldn't want to get into it because to me that's very personal. You know, when I talk about the Bible, it's very personal. So I don't want to get into there's verses. No, I don't no want to get into it. No, no I, I, means I a lot to you that you think about or cite. The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Even to cite a verse. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, Old Testament guy or New Testament? Uh, probably equal. <laughs> I think it's just an incredible. The whole Bible is an incredible. I joke. Uh, very much so. They always hold up the art of the deal. I say my second favorite book of all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what this reminds me of? At St. What? Ed's, I was asked out by a chick. Uh-huh. She asked me out, and I was like, yeah, let's go out. And so we went to eat somewhere, and she started talking about her favorite band, and I didn't know who the fuck they were. And I was like, yeah, I love them. Oh. Yeah, they're great. She's uh, like, what's your favorite song? And I was like, there's too many to name. I just they're I love them all. Good. They're all good. yeah. They're all good. Never heard from her again. Really? What was the name of the band? Do you remember? I don't fucking remember. It was some like uh, bare naked ladies or something weird. I like think that. she did not have big boobs or something because I think you would have remembered otherwise. No, I I just tried to fake it. it. Didn't work out. Works out for Trump though. It does. It does. Right? Because his people are happy to be ignorant of him, right? They like to look the other way. They they're, hear that, and they're like, it's so near and dear to his heart. They're he doesn't want to, it's, right. It's in it's him. Very it's in him. They know he's full of shit, but they can't admit it, right? Because they're far in. Dude, I guarantee you a lot of them don't know he's full of shit. They're just <laughs> dumb. There's they're no dumb. way. Dude. And those people have driver's licenses? That's not fair. There is a way. They are just dumb. I'm, yeah, a lot of them know he's full of shit, and they don't care because you know what? They're things that he hates are the things that they hate, right? Right. Equality. Well, a lot of them. And uh, transgender people, gay people, equal rights. I mean, all all that good stuff. You see interviews with these just random people at Trump rallies and stuff. They're just fucking dumb. I know. You see those guys? Those guys from the Daily Show go out. And they interview those people, and they're like, just ask them like one question, and the people just blather on, making complete asses of themselves for fucking complete like four minutes. Nonsense. Yeah, like me on that date, just like, oh yeah, well, you know that thing and that deal. I I don't stand for that and whatever. Well, you know, and I was reading why why do people? Because I told you I worked with that guy when we we had the referendum about the marijuana in the city where we were trying to bring the recreational marijuana to, and we yeah. won. We went door to door. We got. Biggest landslide victory in the history of Michigan politics. But anyways, so he works for the Republican Party, and mm-hmm. then he was like, no, the Republican Party is not good people. And this is like happened recently when I was talking – when I was working with him, right? He had just figured out – they'd asked him to be the, the communications director for the Republican Party of Michigan, right? That's a pretty big fucking deal. That seems important. Right. And I said, Brad, why didn't you take it? And he said, because all they really wanted me to do was lie for them. Right? Oh, it was so we were talking about it. he's like, that's when I decided, you know what, I'm not I'm not going to deal with that. He still was a very conservative person, kind of it for a pot smoking, mushroom picking guy. I kept telling him, you're not conservative, Brad. I don't know why you can't fucking come to grips with that. You're not a fucking conservative dude. And he really wasn't. But. Um, he said that. The superpower of the Republican Party is to get people to vote against their own self-interest, right? Mm-hmm. By making it like, oh, you want to own the libs? You should own the libs, right? Tell tell the libs that you don't want to fucking feed kids at – what the hell? You don't want to feed kids 
free lunches, right? Because now they're doing away with all the lunch lunches during the summer, right? All the fucking yeah. red states are deciding that they're not gonna take the government money, the money the government's gonna give them to fucking pay for kids to have free lunch, right? I mean, they're right. they're gonna have a point like that, but it's like own the libs, right? Go, that's that's all it is. And I, this neuroscience lady was like, the deal is that you get like a big head rush. I like that one. When you do something like that. So people get a fit. That's true. Just into that dopamine fix. And it's like, they don't care about their cocaine rats. All they are it's, is fucking cocaine rats. They, all they care about is owning the libs to the point where they'll vote against something that benefits them. Yeah, you're right. It's like a mobile app game to them. It's just like, Ooh, I did something that makes these people happy. And this crew. So this lady does this experiment, right? Where they give a person some money, okay? They mm-hmm. give a person the money, then they say to someone else, okay, this person can split this money with you for doing nothing, right? They've done nothing, you're doing nothing for this money. Yeah. And if the people didn't split the money 50 50, because if you don't, if you can decide not to take any money, and then the other person doesn't get any money either, okay? So hmm. say you're getting $100, I have $100, you're going to get. We're going to split this $100 however I see fit, right? Right. You didn't have to do anything for it. I don't have to do anything for it. So uh, you, I say, okay, Rufus, I'm giving you $40, right? And what do you yeah. say? Thanks. Well, you would think so. But what most people did, the people, the angriest people, like I would say the MAGA people, they would say, no, we nobody gets the money. You're Because you're not splitting it in half with me. You're not getting any money, and I'm not getting any money either. <sighs> right? They rather their idea of owning someone is fucking themselves out of any free money. Yeah. Because they're like, that's not fair. That's not fair. It's you know, and maybe it's not, but you're still you're not getting anything then. I mean, yeah, the other you're punished. It's called punishment, like a punishment ideology, right? Where you get off on fucking punishing other people. Even though you could hurt yourself in the process, you right. get off on it. And that's what they've come down to figure out. That's what the maggots are doing. They're dumb. I hate they're not. They're not bright people. <laughs> they just have these weird identity politics. That's all it is. Anyways, all right, you weren't going to get political on this show. What are you doing? I don't even think they have politics. I don't think they're smart enough to have political opinions. I don't Let's think it's about politics it. for them. If you're it's like to our show right now, call us up at 646-668-8826 and tell us why you think the GOP and Trump have done a great job, will do a great job, because they've kind of proved to you that they have not and are not capable of. Right? He's going back on health care. Right? If you look at what Trump's saying now, it's everything he failed at the fucking first time around. He's saying what people want to hear. Right. He is, and it's like in, get in the moment. Care, Obamacare, yeah. even though uh, you know forty million people are fucking on it. Honestly, so, until they get rid of insurance companies, I know and, two until, people. On, I know two people on Obamacare. They're going to vote for fucking Trump to, so he can repeal it. That's fucked up. But until they get rid, until they outlaw and get rid of insurance companies, there's not going to be any good health care. No, there's not. But Obamacare is a step in the right direction. At least they're fucking. There's no longer pre-existing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true for sure. Pre-existing conditions, dude. That's like paying for a meal and never getting to fucking eat it. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I've been paying for insurance for ten years, but in the, the list of pre-existing conditions was like 
everything you could think of, right? But the most, probably the most heinous ones are fucking cancer. If you've had cancer in the previous 10 years before the ACA, the fucking, you, you weren't covered for cancer, right? Sorry. You know, and the biggest driver of bankruptcies in all of the fucking United States is fucking medical debt. It should just be fucking free. It should. I mean, you pay your taxes, right? That's socialism, though. But that's socialism, right? You pay your taxes and get something in exchange. Somehow that's what, socialism. But it's socialism it, for big companies. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So what's the, what do the taxes go for? So it's socialism if we get health care. It's not socialism right. if we get bombs and missiles. And it's not and it's not socialism if there's money that you're saying, where does the money go? It goes to fucking bail out giant corporations that get themselves in fucked up messes right. Right? and loan out too much money and don't fucking do business right. And then we have to save them, right? Or even Walmart. You're fucking subsidizing Walmart to not pay their fucking people enough so they're on food stamps. The people that work at Walmart are on food stamps yeah. because Walmart won't pay them enough. They're also on Medicaid because Walmart won't give them enough hours, right? And we're paying for that. McDonald's, same thing. I mean, tons of fucking places are like that, and they're getting government fucking handouts. Well, I mean, even inadvertently, by subsidizing their shit through Medicaid and fucking food stamps, we're paying for that, but you're not Mm -hmm. getting health insurance because that would be socialism. So corporate welfare is fine, dude. Corporate socialism, all good. Right, because well, corporate welfare is fine, and spending tax dollars on bombs and where, missiles and guns. Where else? That's cool. You work where you don't make enough to make a fucking living. I mean, <sighs> it's it's outrageous. People, same people that are fucking voting against raising the minimum wage are the fucking people that are getting minimum wage. Not all it's, of them, right? But people are like, I only make twenty bucks an hour. They, it's not enough to pay the fucking bills. Well. If minimum wage was 17, you might be making 30 bucks an hour. It's, I just remember I've been recalling driving around in the backwoods of Arkansas and seeing run down. I mean, yeah. run the fuck down single wide trailers with big Trump flags flying. And I'm like, what? It's a cult. It's a cult. It is a cult. It is straight up a cult. It is. Oh, totally a cult. Personality. Remember that song, Cult of Personality? Oh yeah. I like to take some time. What is it? It's like Janet Kennedy at the beginning or not? Yeah. Is it? I just listened to that the other day. In full disclosure, I heard it on the radio. And then I downloaded it. And then I made it into a Trump video. <laughs> did you really? I didn't. Pro Trump, I hope. Well, of course, dude. It's a cult of personality. But no. Uh, I just, you know what? I've come to grips with it. Maybe he is going to be president. I don't know. But it really would suck because now it's going to have to be these people that voted for him are going to be like, they'll never admit that everything sucks. Well, he got kicked off the ballot in Colorado. <laughs> right. And and rightfully so. I'm sorry. You can't do an insurrection and, and think you're going to be on the fucking ballot. I mean, I, I would say well, that's a disqualifier when you try to. Fucking like rage war against the government. And here's what people say: Well, he hasn't been found guilty yet. Well, okay, but you know what? The charge against you should keep you from fucking. And you give me your innocence until proven guilty or whatever shit all you want. But there's certain levels of fucking government, right? And if you look at how Hitler came to power in fucking the 1920s through the early 1930s, 
you're going to, it's fucking the parallel, dude. He actually tried to, to overthrow the government once, went to fucking jail, got out, came back and fucking did it. Right. By doing, by just fucking making fucking people hate Jews and making, you know, the master race, we're better. The nationalism is a fucking thing. It's a sickness. I think here's where we're in a better situation. You know, uh, Trump is old as dirt. He's going to be dead soon. So I think what we need to worry about is like, who is the fucking nutball who's going to like step into his fucking shoes? Vivek Ramaswamy. That dude, piece of that dude seems even crazier to me. He than is, Trump. dude. He's more dangerous than Trump for sure. And not just crazy, but dumber. I mean, he's even yeah. dumber than Trump. Right. Well, he made his money illegitimately, too. I mean, so what the Shocking. fuck? Shocking. Yeah. Go figure, right? He fucking pumped and dumped a fucking stock and made a billion dollars and left a bunch of fucking people holding the fucking bag. Just like the average American man. Yeah, right. I'm like, when people say that, who's work? I'm like, dude, he shits in, about Trump, he shits in a gold toilet. That's how much he fucking is disrespecting you, right? Yeah. He's shitting in a gold toilet as a joke about how money doesn't fucking mean anything to him, so he's got a gold fucking toilet. Right? I mean, that really, that's that's what Trump is getting at, right? I'm so, uh, Deja, I have so much money that I'm shitting in a fucking gold toilet. There's no, like... Shitting in a gold toilet is more comfortable than a fucking regular toilet, right? It's softer. It's basically to humiliate people's quest for money. Right? I think that's what baffles me the most about the evangelicals, like, jumping on the Trump bet, because he's so completely the, – he's, he's the antichrist. Isn't that what they say, that he's going to come in the clothing of a man who appeals to you, but he's really the right. devil? Exactly. You think they would immediately be like, oh – He's the guy we need to look out for. Right, I know. But they're like, well, but we would know. We would know if we saw him. He hates He hates gay people. He hates fucking uh, Jews. He hates uh, uh, black people. We're comfortable with all of that, right? Who cares about the fucking he paid off a porn star? He's had sex with prostitutes. He's been accused by 26 women of raping them, right? I mean, that, that's cool. He doesn't like black people. We're good with that. That's all we need to know. And immigrants in general. He hates immigrants. They're here for our jobs. But we don't. But the unemployment's 3%. But they're here for our jobs. Uh, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus, right. Well, I mean, but you have to think about this, too. Behind every one of those evangelical churches is a Trump, right? A guy who fucking fleeces his fucking flock, right? And you don't think, in the scheme of things now, I'm sure out there these grifting fucking dudes, they're slimy fucking disgusting people, right? Oh, yeah. All millionaires are like, we've got to help Donald Trump. Send your money to us, and we're going to make a donation to fucking Donald Trump. You know, Once again, I, dumb people. Right. They're dumb, but there's so many of them. I know. Is there, though? I'm starting to really look into the MAGA numbers. And like I said, I didn't want to turn this into a political show. But no, that's cool. there, there, there's a lot of MAGA people where I am, okay? But I realize where I'm at, right? I realize right. where I live is very red, very – I don't want to say uneducated, but I'm going to say uneducated, right? And they're just – they just are like, Trump is our guy. He played a fucking businessman on TV, right? Good enough. It would be like Quincy running for uh, whatever. Georgia general. general. Right. I mean, yeah, of course he's – of course he's qualified. He was Quincy for Christ's sake. Fucking Michael Knight from Knight Rider running for a Department of Transportation. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. I mean, that's what you have as a president with Trump. 
right? He's a reality TV he's, show guy. Still, because these people are like, I want to fucking, we want to run the company like a business, you know, and he's a businessman, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, then give me a businessman that doesn't have six bankruptcies, right? Give me a successful businessman, not a failed businessman. Right. Not a guy who got hundreds of billions of dollars, millions of dollars from his dad in today's money, right? He got $60 million from his dad and like $400 million over time. And they're like, he's self-made fucking he, – well, he tells the story that he only got a million from his dad, right, and paid it all back. And he that's a lie. His first loan from his dad, they even uncovered all the paperwork. If these people want to know, they could know. The first loan he ever got from his dad was actually $11 million, and he didn't pay it back. And the whole Trump family scheme was what they would do, right, and it's really pretty simple scheme if you think about it. They would start – they have 500 shell companies, right? But what you do, if you wanted to give Donald Trump money, right, and not pay any inheritance tax on it, what you do if you're Fred Trump is make a loan to Donald Trump from a shell uh-huh. company to some other shell company that he has, right? And then it's, you just you don't ever pay him back. It's, it's an unpaid loan. It just goes unpaid. There's no collection on it ever. And that's how you avoid – that's how somebody is to avoid inheritance tax. And they've got caught doing it. Right. I mean, I mean, it's and not how, maybe it's simple, but it's not legal. How many costs? How, how much? Uh, how much were the consequences they paid? Well, they're supposed none. to fifty. Well, none yet. But with this other business fraud, they're supposed to pay two hundred and fifty million dollars if they lose. But mm-hmm. no, it's yeah. Well, his dad also he, he got in trouble when he owned the casino because his dad went there, which is this is illegal to do. His dad bought chips from the casino. Right and left with them and was never planning on playing with the chips. It's a $3 million loan, right? But you can't do that. So they got in trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission for doing that. And, and yes, right. That's just how, but the law doesn't apply to them. They don't think the laws apply to them. And people are willing to let them get away with it. I mean, I know plenty of people are like, oh, they're, you know, they don't have any, like what people think he was like sent by Jesus, like he's the second coming. I know, I know, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't get it. It makes no fucking sense to me. It just really it baffles me. I feel like I'm having an out of body experience every time I read anything about Trump and stuff. I'm like, is this a, am I on a different planet? What the fuck is going on? It is. It's crazy. I just can't believe people can be so naive. I guess. But like I said. This guy mind being cheated on, right? It's a cuck, I guess. The equivalent of a yeah. cuck. You're yeah. like, I don't really care. I'm happy being stupid, right? I'm happy in my ignorance. But I mean, a cuck is like, they're the show, punish me, right? Their own punishment thing. Anyways, all right, enough of that, Rufus. You ruined the whole show talking about politics. What the fuck did you I know. I, I always bring it up. I'm sorry. I know you do. You have a fucking problem. Anyway, folks, we're going to take it into Jeopardy here shortly, so follow us into the VIP part of the show. Right, Rufus? Yes, sir. QVIP music. Why is all the stuff we play at the very We got too much stuff we don't play Just like the guy ran you, you're talking about Trump. Yeah, I ran into 
about uh, self-checkout and uh, other stuff today, too. <laughs> Welcome to the VAPR of the show. This is Zigzag. And Rufus. And we're going to tone things down a little bit because Rufus got a little excitable on that last part of the show. There's no I doubt. Did. I apologize I for anything he said that may have offended anyone because uh, he gets uh, you get him started, he just can't stop sometimes. The guy's I'm close. riled up. He I'm is high. riled. Under the collar. A, a segment called Riled Rufus. Riled Rufus. Riled That's up. a new segment. He's all riled. Where I calmly complain about shit. He can't yeah, be riled, folks, because he's on too much blood pressure medicine. So he's very hard to get Rufus stimulated. My beta blockers keep me level. <laughs> they do. I'm angry. You're I'm angry, but you can't. Cool. Yeah, you're angry, but you're very calm about it. I can't get my heart rate up. I'm just like, <laughs> eh. Are I, you jogging? You, know, you used to do a running thing. Are you still doing all that? Yeah, I do, I do the gym three days a week. Do you? Wow, impressive. Eating clean, too, or not? Well, not during the holidays. No. In fact, let me. my new addiction, and you know what? I don't have much of a sweet tooth, right? What's but up? Holy, I, I fucking ended up with some of these guys for Christmas. Is that Ghirardelli? It is. Mint? A caramel apple. Oh, wow. Chocolate square. I'm hooked on them. Where'd you come across those? My wife got them for me because she's trying to give me diabetes to kill me and take all my money. <laughs> it's like the heart thing's not doing it. What can we do to speed this up? Yeah, yeah. she also got me uh, 48 pounds of bacon. <laughs> Did she? Did I ever tell you how I got my ex-partner a giant bottle of fucking vodka for his birthday? No. Well, I did twice, hoping that he would uh, move things along, as it were. <laughs> That's noble. <laughs> it was noble. It was the right thing to do. We were going to martyr him. At least he'd go out happy. You'd think so. Anyways, I know that's terrible, but I knew he really wasn't going to do it, but it was the thought that counted, right? I mean, technically. Yeah. All right, Rufus, hold on. I think he was... Surprised that I got him a giant bottle of vodka twice. <laughs> Since he drank one every night, I don't know how surprised he could have been. You should have got him more than one. I was trying. He only had one birthday a year. God damn it, Rufus. Let's make it some other occasion then. Hey, it's Groundhog Day. Here's a vodka. Hey, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah. It's a hump day, Wednesday. He was the only guy that ever made better business decisions drunk. Oh, shit. Well, because he's withdrawing the other half of the time, and he's all... Anyways, I digress. I'm just joking. Those are all fictional characters that I'm talking about. There's no realness to that at all. All right, I'm sure. <clears throat> I like these seats that we're sitting in. Mine's a little comfortable. Oh, mine's comfortable, too. You're kind of sitting way down in your seat, though. What's up with that? You look like you need a booster seat. What are you talking about? I've been my seat. No, I, I got the fancy camera going this time because you complained about how I looked. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Tell me. I didn't complain about it. It was just obnoxious. Who's just a MacBook camera? Should I get yeah, a Yeah, I know. I mean, you've got to rub your MacBook and your Mac this and all that shit in people's faces, dude. You know what? Kind of in a weird way, I'm glad your printer doesn't work. Next time I'm doing the show exclusively on my Apple Watch. <laughs> Please do. I, does I it have like a camera? This. Yes. <laughs> what does your What does your Apple Watch tell you actually? Uh, minutes. Press text. Tells me minutes. Right. And hours. Yeah. Seconds. Okay. Okay. Wow. Seconds even. It also, if you text me, mm-hmm. it buzzes, and wow. I can go like this. 
and look at it. Uh-huh. You can read it? I can read it, and I can respond. Okay. If I want to, I can, like, hit that and be like, ha, 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 zigzag, that's funny. And it will right? it. Of course, I'd never say that. But, uh... That would give you no reason to. Yes. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, it does. If I'm listening to a podcast or music, it's got the controls on it right here, so I can stop it, pause it, fast forward, all that. So it's like having a smaller phone. Right, but you don't have to take it out of your pocket and do the face scan thing or the thumb deal or punch of the code. You just look at it and you're like, oh, all right. And if you're doing like GPS, the map thing, it as you're coming up to a turn, it buzzes and makes a sound like a car blinker. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Are you making that up or not? No, it really does that. All right, what about health-wise? Tell you your heart rate and how much sleep you're getting and it does the sleep thing. It does the sleep thing, but I don't like sleeping with it on because it's kind of bulky. It does a heart rate, does an EKG, does not do blood pressure because uh, apparently they want it to be accurate. You got to buy a third party thing for that. But uh, like something you wear on your wrist all day or something. It's like a backpack, and you have to plug something into your skull. Uh, it also measures your it's an EEG and a, a, a spinal fluid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pressure things pressure. things a little bit when you do that, but it also like <laughs> poured in. When I go to the gym, it like syncs up to the actual treadmill I'm on and like tracks all that shit. Whoa, fancy, fancy! Have you made any errors using the Apple Watch that you wish you didn't do? I just did right now. I changed the watch face on it to something I don't like, and I don't even know how I did that. Let's see what you have now. Chrono watch. Oh, I like that one. That's the best kind. Yeah, but see, it's got all these on the corners. You touch them, and they do things. Right. So does this one. Look. What the hell is that? Samsung? Uh, No, this is a fucking real watch. It's a man's watch. That's man's watch a man of the place a man's man's watch this is an ice diver watch dude this can go 660 meters down to the bottom of the fucking cold ocean dude you know how handy that's going to come in that's going to come in pretty fucking handy you keep your watch that sends you texts and fucking tells you what your fucking heart rate is and what you're eating right and if you're getting enough exercises and you call me when it can go fucking 660 feet or 660 meters meters rufus which is about 1800 feet so what, next Christmas, I'll just get you a sundial. How about that? Please do. But make sure that it's works. Apple brand, okay? Come out with an Apple sundial. I'm sure they have one. I'm sure you can do a sundial on your fucking iPad. I'm going to get you a Canon sundial. Do they so have an work? iPad plug-in that makes your iPad into a sundial or an app? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Dare we look it up to see? I'm looking up sundial app. <laughs> this is a must-know. If not, we're inventing it. Well, you shouldn't have said I mean, that. Every, my, my wife, who is a teacher, was like, well, she's like, kids can't even tell analog time anymore. We don't even bother teaching them. Right? They, so no kid knows how to read a clock. I never knew how to read a clock until I was an adult. 
that says a lot about your why you ended up at St. Edwards. I told you about that, or at least I, I posted it somewhere. I had a, a Star Wars watch that I got for Christmas when I was like ten years old, maybe seven or eight, and it had the hands, you know. And I wore it because it was cool. It was Star Wars. And I was maybe in the first grade. I'm walking down the hall, and some kid stopped me and said, "Hey, what time is it?" And I looked at my watch, and I had no fucking clue what it meant. And I, I said, "Yeah." And I said, "Get your own time, or check yeah. yourself, or get your own watch, or something." Right? Yeah, figure it out for yourself, or something like that. <laughs> so how was it when you learned how to read it then? Oh god, the watch with hands, honestly, dude. It probably probably didn't click with me until I was like twenty one. Are you? Like, oh, that's, that's when they met you. Did I teach you how to read a fucking watch? I grew up in the digital age, man. Jesus, you young punk! Dude. No wonder you have to have a fucking watch that blinks for you when you're turning. Yeah. Like I said, get a man's watch. You look at that. When people see that, they're like, "That's a fucking man right there." Is that what they say? Yeah, and I show it to them, and I go, yeah, get your own time. That's what I say to them when I say, find out for yourself, or whatever you said to some poor kid who probably missed a bus and changed his whole trajectory of his life because you didn't know what fucking time it was, and he was depending on you to fucking get him the time. I, I bet he probably shot up a high school somewhere after I moving think away. you a poser. You were posing with your watch, dude. You did not know how to use the watch, yet you... We're there with it. I fully admit that. We should write a book about that kid and what happened to him and how his life could have been different if you actually knew what fucking time it was. But nope, there you are. Just oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, around, maybe, ruining maybe people's lives with your fake watch knowing time. Maybe that eight-year-old missed an important appointment yeah. and got abducted by a van yeah. man. Easily, dude. Easily what could have happened there, right? Or he misses a chance meeting with the girl of his dreams or – Maybe uh, a guy who's going to help his career later in life, or maybe his real dad. Did you ever think of that? No, it never crossed my mind. Going to meet his real dad, and you didn't know what fucking time it was, so he missed him by fucking two minutes, and the rest of his life went down in flames. God, we could do a weekly show. We could do a weekly show by that, how just some person not knowing what time it is, because some asshole has a watch on and won't tell him, and their life is ruined because of it. Or maybe be actually kind of cool. Got hit by a bus, and you not knowing saved his life. He could have been hit by the school bus. He could have. Then he'd know what time it was. It's like, oh, I'm going to be late for the school bus. Turns out he runs right in front of it as pulling up, and it's oh right, he's running across off. the street to get to the bus stop, and it fucking runs him right over because it's mm. right there. I killed the boy. <laughs> you did. You I killed did. the boy. You know what? You haven't. Re- you didn't even think about it for the last fucking fifty years. Almost. My my Star Wars watch hubris resulted <laughs> in the death of a child. Do you still have that evil watch, the one that killed the kid? No, I don't. Uh, I'm concerned it? in what hands might it be in. You should look and see if you can find it on eBay. I did. That's what made me uh, remember that. I found it on eBay, and I was like, holy fuck, that's that watch where I fucked the kid over. How much is it worth? Like 40 bucks now. Hey, did you ever go unearth that autographed picture you have of that wrestler and then fucking try to get that out there? No, no, I forgot, but it's at my parents' house somewhere boxed up, I guess. 
I wouldn't be so surprised if your little brother didn't get his hands on that and uh, do something. It's lost. He probably sold it for Bush Light money. (laughs) I was listening to that show the other day, and that's what made me think of that. Who was the wrestler? He was a pretty big name wrestler. Kerry Von Erich. Yeah, one of the Von Erichs, all because your fucking your slutty cousin got knocked up by him. You got a fucking picture to sell online. That's awesome, dude. Congratulations to you. That's the cool thing about having slutty cousins. Can I get her number, by the way? Uh, she's dead now. Oh, she is? I don't know. How about, how about her daughter's number? How about the, <laughs> obviously, this whatever baby they had has daddy issues, so why don't you get me their number? Thank you. <laughs> her name is Cinnamon Von Eric. I think she's a stripper. <laughs> yeah, tonight, she does all the wrestling moves. Yeah, on the pole. She comes out and with a singlet on and slowly strips it off, and then eventually takes off her leg. <laughs> Isn't that what happened to him? God rest his soul. I mean, that's a bad. Yeah. That's a terrible <laughs> fucking up, joke. Yeah. I wonder if you remember that his leg got oh, shut off. That's a great joke. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a terrible joke. It's not a terrible joke. That's a good one. Schadenfreude. It's jokes. They're just jokes. It's all right. Did you say Schadenfreude. Yeah, it's a terrible joke. All right, you want to play before we go on with the show, make a terrible joke. Yeah, yeah, play some Jeopardy. Oh, what'd you get for Christmas? Tell me that real quick. Um, well, the Apple Watch is what I got for Christmas. Okay, fair enough. I got this yeah. Apple computer, so that's all I got. There you go, Alexa. Play Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. Oh, it's Alex. No, it's Matt. We'll see what's in the for today. That's the Johnny Gilbert. Thank you. Oh, shit. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. You'll be playing I'm going to get back in my chair. Today. Is it teen? Jeopardy teens are worth It never offered the teen. Your first category is time. New Romans. In the names of worldwide benefit concerts, partially held in Rome in the 2000s, this word precedes Earth and age. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Your first Jeopardy category is time, new Roman. In the names of worldwide benefit concerts, partially held in Rome in the 2000s, this word precedes earth and age. What is PAX? That's not it. The correct response is what is live. Oh, shut up. Live aid? Children's literature. I thought she was saying the eight. The housekeeper who takes things yeah. was once instructed to strip the sheets, so she tore them in half. Repeat. Again, the category is children's literature. This housekeeper who takes things literally was once instructed to strip the sheets, so she tore them in half. Who is Rosie? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Amelia Bedelia. Our next category is Best Actress Oscar Winner. This actress was reportedly blindsided upon learning of a suit Michael or file against Lee and Tui, whom she won an Oscar for playing. Who is Sandra Bullock? Correct. Nice. 
Little Venice. What is Venezuela? What were you going to say? Differently? What is Venezuela? I said Venezuela. All right, we got it. I can't. You said it clearly, too. I know. For Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is addendum. The response ends with the letters UM. Becca is currently winning with 2,400. Not really. 1,400. And Grace is in third with 1,400. You can wager up to your current score of 1,400. How much would you like to wager? 1,001. You wagered $1,001. Is that right? Yes. The 12th Jeopardy category is addendum. The response ends with the letters UM. This word from rugby refers to any brief but disorderly fight or struggle. Repeat. Again, the category is addendum. Response ends with the letters UM. This word from rugby refers to any brief but disorderly fight or struggle. What a scrum. Nice. Good job. Nice. Genius. What is scrum? Nice job. Let's check out the standings. The final scores are you in the lead with $2,401, followed by Becca in second with $2,200, then Grace in third with $800. Congrats. You're the winner. You're now a one-time champion. Nice. Your total winnings are $2,401. Scrum, he said. by playing again another day. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Do you want to list? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll be playing against Jacob and Karen today. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. The first category is Bass Entertainment. Walter Matthau plays Coach Buttermaker in this 1976 baseball movie. Billy Bob Thornton takes the role in its 2005 remake. What is the Bad News Bears? Excellent. Our second category is getting possessive. Maker's Mark, a brand of this liquor, has been made in Loretto, Kentucky since the 1950s. What is whiskey? Good job. Our next Jeopardy category is hobbies. The Cruiser Verbalist is someone particularly good at solving these puzzles. Can I get some help on 16 across? What are crossword puzzles? Excellent. After three clues, you're in the lead with 600. Karen is second with 200 and in third with Jacob with zero. Our fourth category is let me phrase it this way. First appearing in 2009, this phrase invoking a streaming service originally meant watch a movie and relax. Now it implies a little bit more. What is Netflix and chill? Good job. Our category is Ride Into. Ride Into the Southeastern Mexican state for which a popular hot sauce is named. Again, the category is Ride Into. Ride Into the Southeastern Mexican state for which a popular hot sauce is named. What is Cholula? Sorry. Tapatio? The correct response is what is Tabasco? Oh, that doesn't even taste Mexican to me. They rejoice with exceeding great joy. Repeat. Again, the category is the manger zone. When the wise men saw this in the sky, 
They rejoice with exceeding great joy. What is the North Star? Yes, that's it. Six clues in, and you are in the lead with $1,000. Jacob and Karen are tied for second place with $200. That's Time now Into for the $400 each. Your category is I've seen her type before. This creator of the Finch family is seen sitting with a typewriter in a photo taken in her father's Alabama law office. Who the is? creator of the Finch family is seen sitting with a typewriter in a photo taken in her father's Alabama law office. Who is? Nope. The correct response was who is Harper Lee. Your next category is science and nature. Delaware State Tree is this Christmas time one with green leaves and red berries. I didn't know that Atticus Finch was written by one. Repeat. Oh, fuck. That's incorrect. The correct response is what is Holly. You mean that one. Category is sure. Love lifted the singer and Joe Cocker up where we belong, and later in the decade, she had the time of my life with Bill Medley. Repeat. Again, the category is number one. Love lifted the singer and Joe Cocker up where we belong, and later in the decade, she had the time of my life with Bill Medley. Repeat. Again, the category is 80s number one hitmaker. <clears throat> Love lifted the singer and Joe Cocker up where we belong, and later in the decade, she had the time of my life with Bill Medley. Who is Linda Ronstadt? No. The correct response was who is Jennifer Warren. Who? Nine clues in, and you and Karen are tied Oh, no. Dollars. Jacob is in third place with two hundred dollars on categories ages, epics, and eras. Like Russian radiation. It's the earliest age of the archaeological pre-age system. Repeat. Again, the category is ages, epics, and eras. It's the earliest age of the archaeological pre-age system. What is prehistoric? Sorry. The correct response was, what is the Stone Age? Ah. Uh. African Americana. Tap dancer Bill Robinson, known by this nickname, was the United States' highest paid black entertainer of the first half of the 20th century. It was Bojangles? Correct. Holy fuck, zigzag. Wow. Did you pull that from the ether, or did you know it? I kind of knew it. It was kind of a stab and kind of annoying. The response starts with the letters S-O. The scores are you with 1,400, followed by Karen with 1,400, and Jacob with 600. You can wager up to your current score of 1,400. How much would you like to wager? 602. You wagered $602. Is that right? Yes. Your next Jeopardy category is Told You So. The response starts with the letters S-O. Sunroom is a synonym for this glass enclosed space. What is solarium? Mm-hmm. Correct. The correct response was what is solarium? Nice job. Let's see the final scores. The final scores are you in the lead with $2,002. 
followed by Karen in second with $1,200. Then Jacob in third with $800 he won. We won the last one too, right? Top 10% of players today. Do you want to replay the daily clues? Yes. Let's see what our clues are today. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today, Ruth and Olivia. Let's get started. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Your first category is Bass Entertainment. Walter Matthau plays coach Buttermaker. In this 1976 baseball movie, Billy Bob Thornton takes the role in its 2005 remake. Is it because it's Tuesday? What is the bad news there? Oh, I didn't even think about that. The correct response is what is the bad news there? Your category no, Rufus. Makers Mark. Alexa, play a different game. Remember, please respond in the form of a uh, question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Alexa, <laughs> quit Jeopardy. Alexa, play a free trivia, trivia game. Still do you want to enable? Play a free trivia game. Which skill do you want to enable? Hearing. What is she saying? Alexa, play a free trivia game. Which skill do you want to enable? Easy. (laughs) Alexa, play a free music trivia game. Welcome back to Song Quiz. How many people want to play Song Quiz? Couple rounds of Song Quiz for you, Rufus. Yeah, give me a second to take a leak. Play Song Quiz. But I'll be back and we'll play Song Quiz. All right, two. How many people want to play Song Quiz? All right, I'm not going to start it yet because I'm going to take a whiz too. All right. How many quiz people time. Song Quiz. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn on some music. Turn on some music, would you? How many people want to play Song Quiz? Alexa, pause. When you're ready to play again, say Alexa, open Song Quiz. I got to get to the studio. We're going to take a leak, kids. Um, but we're going to play a song to make you happy until we come back.
Radio is experiencing some errors, though. I know. What is it saying? I don't understand what it's saying, but they're broadcasting, so no one is hearing this. Is probably what I'm assuming. Uh, Alexa, continue sound quiz. Welcome back to the song quiz. How many people want to play song quiz? Two. You've got rewards waiting for you. Let's start your free trial so you can unlock 25 exclusive playlists like 2000s rap and 70s classic rock. Would you like to start your seven-day free trial? No. No worries. Choose a top music decade. 90s. Starting your 90s game. Player one. Question one for 10 points. I'll be playing one. song, title, and artist. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Under the Bridge. Oh. You got the title for 10 points. Oh, you have, you have to say both. Damn it. Yeah. Your score is 10. Player 2. Question 1 for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. Zombie the Cranberries. Giddy up. Giddy up. Damn. You got the full 20 points. Damn. Your score is 20. Player 1. Question two of five for ten points. After the music stopped, name the song title and artist. I only want to be with you, Hootie and the Blowfish. Wowza. You got full 20 points. Your score is 30. Player two. 
Question two of five for 10 points. After the music stops, name the song title and artist. Achy Breaky Heart. Billy Ray Cyrus. Title for 10 points. Uh. The artist was Billy Ray Cyrus. Your score is 30. Player one. Question three for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. TLC No Scrubs. Bling bling. Bling bling. 20 points. Your score is 50. Player 2. For 10 points. Name the song title and artist. Mariah Carey, Celebration. Sound like noise. You got the artist for 10 points. I got you something. Fantasy. Your score is 40. Player 1. Question 4 for 20 points. What is the verb pipe? What is the name of the song? 20 points. Bittersweet Symphony, God damn it! Yes. Player two, question four. I used to love to watch that in Austin. Four non-blondes. What's going on? What's going on? You got the title for twenty points. Ah. The artist was four non-blondes. You got that. You You gotta wait. You have to wait till the music stops. Player one, question five for 40 points. Who is Mazzy Star Deep? You got the artist for 40 points. The title was Fade Into You. Fade Into You. Better better than I do. Player two, question five for 40 points. Guns and Roses, November Rain. Sweet. You got it. You got the full 50 points. Your score is 110. Player one got 110 points. Player two got 110 points. We tied, Rufus. We tied. Player two. Dynamite. 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 You're about to run out of songs in 90 seconds. Would you like to unlock 5,000 more songs with a seven-day free trial? No. No worries. Choose a top music decade or today's top hit. 80s. Starting with like 80s, player one. Question one mm-hmm. for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. <laughs> Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me? Yelza. Fucking brilliant, dude. I was just like, aha. Your score is 20. Player 2. Question 1 for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. I know what, that what is, is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by... 
Simple Minds. You got the title for 10 points. The artist was Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. I knew that. Player one, section two of five for 10 points. After the music stopped, name the 80s music to listen to. Follow with me. Damn it. Make me move and I'll use me. Joan Jett, I love rock and roll. And the black heart. And the black heart. Excuse me. Question two of five for 10 points. After the music stopped, Name the song title and artist. Just the two of us. Rufus Laskowski. You got the title for 10 points. The artist was Grover Washington Jr. Same Grover? Sounds like a president. Sounds like Rufus. Question three for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. What is tainted love? Golden earring. The song was tainted love by Soft South. Soft South. is forty. Player two. Question three for ten points. Name the song title and artist. Who is Richard Marks? Died in your arms tonight. You got the title for 10 points. The artist was cutting crew. Ah. His score is 30. Player one. Question four for 20 points. Bob Marley. You got the artist what was the same the song? The title was Could You Be Loved. Could You Be Loved, damn it. 60. Player two. Unmistakable Bob Marley. For 20 points. Brian Adams, heaven. Radical. Radical. Your score is 60. It's Summer we 69. One. Question five for forty points. Cindy Lauper, time after time. Gnarly. 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 Your score is one hundred ten. Player two. Question five for forty points. Ray Parker Jr. Somebody's watching. Really? You got the title for 40. Oh. The artist was Rockwell. Rockwell. Why did they Rockwell? Player one got 110 points. Player two got 100 points. Yeah, you face. What came? No, it's player one and player two. Or 80s rock anthems. 80s rock anthems. Now let's try this. This should be right up your alley. No, no trial. Alexa, stop. No free trial. God, I hate all that free trial bullshit. Alexa, cancel trial. Great. Let's start your free trial so you can listen to 80s rock anthems in our entire library of exclusive playlists like classic rock, 2000s rap, 
and modern. Oh. Would you like to start your seven-day free trial? No. No worries. Choose a top music decade or 80s rock anthem. Starting the 2000 game. I have well known Question one. Either. Ten points. Name the song title and artist. <laughs> What is Party in the USA by some skank? You got the title for 10 points. The artist was Miley Cyrus. Ooh, was it Miley? I thought maybe it was. God damn it. You got it right. Some skank. She looks awesome, Yeah, that's true. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, drop it like it's hot. Your score is 20. Player 1. Question 2 of 5 for 10 points. After the music stops, name the song title and artist. Insane Slate. That's exactly what I was going to say. The song was I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Backstreet is back. Player 2. Question 2 of 5 for 10 points. After the music stops, name the song title and artist. What is Smooth Criminal Michael Jackson? No. Cover. You got the title for 10 points. Alien Ant Farm. Alien Ant Farm. Oh. Question three for 10 points. What is Poison Lady Gaga? The song was just danced by Lady Gaga. Ah, I got Gaga right. Question three for ten points. Name the song title and artist. Maroon 5, Satisfied. You got the artist. Damn, the title was This Love. Did not, know, did not listen to a lot of radio in the thousands, I don't think. No, either. What is Seven Nation Army, The White Stripes? Wow. Noish. You got the full 30 points. Your score is 40. Player 2. Question 4 for 20 points. Repeat. Playing the clip again. Say skip if you're not sure. Shake it, outcast. You got the artist for 2010. Ah. The title was Hey Yeah. Hey Yeah. Hey yeah. yeah. I love that song. That's a Me great song. There were some good songs, I guess. Player one. Question five for 40 points. Reason for you. Guys with glasses. 
good name for a band. The song is the reason by Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Player two, question five for 40 points. All the same. The song Middle by Jimmy Eat World. Yikes. Player one got 40 points. No! Player two won with 60. Wahoo. One more? One more. You're about to run out of songs in 2000 pop. Would you like you to pick the genre. more songs with a seven-day free trial? No. No worries. Choose a top music decade or today's top hit. 1970s. Starting with 70s games. Player one. Question one for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner. You got the title for 10 points. Oh, no. The artist was Leonard Skinner. Yeah, I got the you got both. Player two. Question one for 10 points. Name the song title and artist. Because an angel. She's an awesome person. Go ahead. Jolene. Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton. Jolene by Dolly Parton. By Dolly well, Parton. You got it. Zero. You Fair got it. We're tied. Five for 10 points. After the music stops, name the song, title, and artist. The boys are back in town. 10 Lizzie. Hey. Yeah, this is great. Stop it is great. It's an awful story. Underrated. Have you ever seen the behind the music? Oh, oh man, it's awful. After the music stops, Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> the Jacksons, Moonlight. You got the artist for 10 points. The title was Blame It on the Boogie. Blame It on the Boogie. We need to bring that word back. Name the song, title, and artist. Aretha Franklin, Sign Sealed, Delivered? You got the title for No, who is it? The artist was Stevie Wonder. That was Stevie Wonder? Really? Player two. Question three. For 10 points. Name the song, title, and artist. Hall the notes. Rich girl. Rich girl. 10 points. The title was Rich Girl. Your score we got is player one. Question four for 20 points. <laughs> Can't get enough of you. I was made for loving you, Kiss. That's the title for 20 points. The artist was Kiss. Your score is 60. Player 2. Question 4 for 20 points. All your time ago, so romantic on the borderline tonight. Billy Joel, New York City. You got the artist for 20 points. The title was Vienna. 
score is 40. It's time for the song Quiz Bonus Round. This is just a free-for-all now, motherfucker. Player one. Question five for 40 points. Who is... Uh, go, Rufus. Reedens Clearwater Revival. Rain. You got the artist. Here comes the rain. The title was Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Have You Ever Seen the, the Rain? The score is 100. Do you notice how my thing keeps going in and out? Question five. Are you doing that? Point. Looks kind of cool. No. Always not doing that for me. Kansas, dust in the wind. The chow. Booyah! The score is 90. Player one got 100 points. Player two got 90 points. Player one won with 100. Can you dig it? I can dig it. I'm player one. No, I'm player one. I'm player one. I'm player one, Jan. Classic rock. Subscription. Start your free trial so you can listen to 70s classic rock in our entire library of exclusive playlists like classic rock, and modern country. Would you like to start your seven-day free trial? No. No worries. Choose a pop music decade or 70s classic rock. We'll try it. I'll I'll know less about this than anything. I'll recognize everything, but I won't know it. Oh, I felt that. We did better in the 70s than I would have thought. Name the song title and artist. Who's Dizzy Gillespie? Rufus's shoes. No. Rufus's shoes. He wears them all the time. Mad King Cole. Player two. Close. Question one for ten points. Name the song title and artist. Pickup truck, Billy. Merle Haggard. Bad Moon Rising by Creedence Clearwater what? Revival. What? What? Is, is are we doing like Day an one. instrumental? Question two or five for ten points. After the music stops, name the song, title, and artist. Christmas is long, long ago. It's the most wonderful. So Wayne Newton, most wonderful time of the year. You got the title for 10 points. The artist was Andy Williams. Andy Williams. The score is 10. Player 2. Question 2 of 5 for 10 points. After the music stops, name the song, title, and artist. The Jackson 5, second best. You got the artist for 10 points. The title was I Want You Back. Your score is 10. Player 1. Question 3. 10 points. Name the song title and artist. Dream a little dream. Loretta Lynn. You got the title for 10 points. The artist was the mamas and the papas. Oh, wow. Your score is 20. Player 2. Question 3. For 10 points, name the song title and artist. Shame, 
Playing the tape again. Say skip if you're not sure. Dizzy Gillespie. What is it? The song was What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. God Armstrong. I just watched that whole thing on the jazz deal. You should watch that. I feel racist that I didn't know that. Van Morrison, Transistor Radio. You got the artist for 20 points. The title was Brown Eyed Girl. Ah. Your score is 40. Player 2. Question 4 for 20 points. When a man loves a woman. Joe Cocker. You got the title. Robin Gay. With Percy Sledge. Percy Sledge. It's time for the song Quiz Bonus Round. Bonus, 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 bonus. Player one. Question five for 40 points. Who is Rufus McDaniel? The song was You Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry. Just Chuck Berry? Damn it. That's from Pulp Fiction where they were doing that. I know, but I don't remember. Oh, God damn it. So lucky. It was Bobby McGee, Janis Joplin. You're the big winner. I'm better than zigzag. I'm better than zigzag. Player two got 80 points. Player two won with 80. Way to go. WTG, Rufi. I don't like even know what you're doing there. I'm pointing at you. Are you? I'm over here on my screen. I'm on the other side. You can't see yourself sitting in those chairs? No. I'm in my office. What? what are you saying? Hold on a second. You have to see what I'm saying. Music decades or 40s and 50s. 50s. Great. Let's start are you, are you shitting me? This is what I've been thinking like the last hour and a half. Exclusive <laughs> 2000s rap and modern country. Would you like to start your seven-day free trial? No. No worries. Choose the top music decades or 40s and 50s. 50. Great. Let's start Some guy. 
The song was sure seen by Did you break my computer? The score is zero. Yeah, I did. Question five for 10 points. After the music stops, name the song title and artist. Garage Band by Autotune. Autotune would be a great name for a band. All modern music sounds oh. like to me is like uh, computer ten, generated. Music stop. Name the song title and artist. Who is Tramparella? The song it's like a fucking video back. game. Back. I actually liked it better sitting in the seats. What did you do to do that? Question three for ten points. Name the song title and artist. Why I changed it for you? Who is Brian McKnight? The song was "That's What I Like." You're so unhip. I am. I'm still trying to figure out how to get that cool background. For ten points, name the song title and artist. The song was Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson. Somebody already did that song, right? Question four. Who was seven one three Dahomey? No. The song was Goosebumps by Travis Scott. I thought it was Dahomey. Player two. Question four for 20 points. What is Remember Baba? The song was Timber by Pitbull. That was Pitbull? I didn't hear Mr. Worldwide. Okay, this is where I'm going to shine. Yeah, you're going to shine. Player one. Question five for 40 points. Who is Travis Scott Money? I was going to say, what is no musicians were actually involved? French Montana, Mike. French Montana, Mike. Who's Katy Perry? What is AI? The song was S and M by Rihanna. Rihanna, mine. I'm proud to get zero points on that fucking shit. That is not music. That's an algorithm. Yeah, there you go. You got it right. Shut up. Look, let's try to point our fingers together and make them touch. Like E.T. You have to do yours way over farther. I can't, or I'll go off the screen. <gasps> ah! You're not, because of your, well, mine's probably different than yours. Your aspect ratio is all screwed up. Mine's perfect. How close Pretty are you to my finger? I have a newer Mac than you. My finger is on the edge of the screen. Move no, yours to I, the left. You have like this much left to get to the edge of the screen. Uh, on your primitive screen, yeah. 
No, mine's for wide angle, dude. For five thousand colors or whatever. Five Hang on, keep doing. I'm gonna take a screenshot. Come on now. A little more. A little more. Okay, a lot more. Closer, closer, closer. Right there. That's good. Of course your hand is covering your face. You did it. It's exact. <laughs> Let me see this. Okay, should I text it to you or send it in the uh, Skype chat? Send it in the Skype chat. Okay. <laughs> so fucking dumb, but fun. You're, are you high tonight for tonight's show? You kind of seem like you're a little high tonight. No, I'm just tired and kind of... Drunk? Did you work admit... today? Or did you take this whole week off? No, I worked today. Are you moving at some point? Yeah, it's supposed to be closing pretty soon. Look, here it goes. That's in it. <laughs> oh, I could I could have pushed it. Why don't you tell me a little more? Oh, what Why do you? You know, you can take that other little uh, guy off. How? I tried. I can't no, do it. If you go up to the top. Yeah. Oops. Hold on. I accidentally closed it. If you go up to the top up there. Yeah. Let me close this picture first. And um, where it says view, mm-hmm. click on view, and then then only video participants in the grid. Oh, look at that. Awesome. Now let's do it. Now let's do it for real. All right. Let me get my uh, screen capture thing up. All right. I need to go higher. Uh, pull back a little bit. Raise it up. I want to see your face above your head. Well, they're going to be. All right. Move it over a little bit. A little more. A little more. A little more. Okay. Stop. We got it. We got it. We did it. We did it. Yes. That's how they dock spaceships onto the space station. We did it while entertaining hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> Look at that stupid shit. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. See, this show, tell me the show isn't the best thing around. So it's adorable. Mind. Change Rufus's mind. That is adorable. I think I'm going to have that tattooed. One ass <laughs> cheek, one each cheek will have a finger. And then, you should. Yeah, they will come apart. Then right by my asshole, it'll be like, whoop. Awesome. All right, right, Rufus, are we going to try a Saturday show then for this Saturday? Get back on track so we can do full uh, full on Jeopardy? Let's plan on it, yeah. Or Sunday even, because Sunday we can still do the full week of Jeopardy. But now we're going to be short two days on Jeopardy, though. Oh, it's New Year's. What's your New Year's plans? You got big New Year's plans? No, never did. Could you do the show on New Year's? Uh, Possibly, yeah. I don't see why not. I think I can. I don't see that being a problem. All right, let's okay. start the New Year's show then, whatever day New Year's is. All right, Rufus, yeah. two and two out, brother. Always a pleasure to play with you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, of course. All right, folks, this is Double Z saying, ow, ow, ow. Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow. Whoa, bold. Uh, can you play the exit music, Rufus? Do we have it? Oh, the show ended already. All right, yeah. no exit music. All right, folks, catch you on the flip-floppity. Adios. Bloop, bloop, bloop.
three flip flop. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.